to get started. I know we said 8 o'clock, but we, we were very careful when we said 8 o'clock because you would notice that we never specified the time zones. And, you know, usually the good students don't know that as a common excuse, but, you know, the others usually do have that as an excuse when it comes to providing hand-ins of assignments and things. Uh, we are usually careful. We do usually say that we work in South African time. I don't know what that means. We're starting a little bit late and some will still be joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Uh, for those of you that may not know me, my name is Saurabh Sinha. I serve as a professor and also as an executive dean for the faculty. And I'm very pleased to have this chance to speak to you. Usually the deans and the vice deans usually speak to students that have a much longer journey in the university. You know what I mean by that. Um, but we seldom have a chance to speak to those that are in fact our achievers and sometimes don't stay that long with us. And then those that do, we end up calling them doctors. Um, so I wanted to say a couple of things. Uh, a few days ago, we had the chance, you know, we run multiple type of extended programs, and there's the official extended program, and then there is the unofficial extended program. A large number of our students are on the unextended, uh, on the extended program that they have themselves designed. But we were, so Dr. Battle, as you know, is our vice dean for teaching and learning, and Dr. Battle and I had the chance to attend an event which was also to celebrate students that have in fact been top achievers on the official extended program. It was an interesting discussion. There were two speakers. One of them was myself. Sometimes I'm, I have to do these things. And the <coughs> other person was a very interesting speaker. Her name was Dacian Dazel. She is our first South African, in fact, a black female that, was, that climbed Mount Everest. It was really very interesting to hear her in the sense that she talked about her journey before Mount Everest and also her journey while she went on Mount Everest. What was quite interesting was when she was giving us the descriptions of the chills, the thin air, and just thereafter, I had to do my presentation. So you can imagine she climbed Mount Everest. You know, I haven't done the similar. So you can, you can understand that this was a difficult one, but it wasn't actually so much so. Because I think that the difference in the journey that she was describing and the journey that many of our students in the engineering and the built environment take is maybe not too different. Do you agree? Maybe the challenges are a little bit different, but otherwise there's a journey component which in fact is quite analogous. So one finds that achievers tend to maintain their attitude, their aptitude, and I think they're able to climb different kinds of altitude. Sometimes it's in the form of Mount Everest, and sometimes it is in the form of achievement like you have today. So I think we're certainly speaking to the group that is in fact falling in the categories of these multiple A's. I want to maybe say a few words about achievements and I know that some of you know one another, but some of you may not. We are a large faculty with more than 8,000 students, 
And the group that's here, some are still maybe coming, where is, is in the region of about 100 students, which is in fact a very small segment. What one finds is when you are in a such a distinguished group, and when you're coming to these groups, and you know later on we have breakfast, you start to think about, you know, how am I going to cope? You know, what if one of these clever students asks me a question, which I can't answer? <laughs> and, you know, and then you, you wonder, fortunately, at least among yourselves, and maybe also among the academics, is that you do also wonder that, you know, you actually find that because everybody else is thinking the same, nobody ends up asking the difficult questions. You have an easy conversation. But other than that, you also have the chance to exchange ideas. You have the chance to exchange contacts. Uh, for some reason, uh, maybe due to similar uh, academic marks at one point, I ended up being in some, some such gatherings. And what was very nice is some of these individuals that you speak to then, it's a little bit odd at times because you're not sure of, you know, now I have this person's link, who contacts first, do I, do I not, what do we discuss? And what the nice thing is that you do, and when you do, you realize that a number of years later, the individuals that are in crowds like today are in fact individuals that take some of the top tier positions, both in South Africa and in, in, in the world. So I think that you have a much better probability of success in the groups that one tends to perhaps engage in and through gatherings like today. The, so what are maybe some of the attributes that successful students have? And I think that there is a very strong linkage to the values of the university. Now, you know, when you're a dean, you're part of the academic core, you do have to remember the values of the university. And we all have our cheats. And my cheat is RICE. So RICE stands for Regeneration, Imagination, Conversation, and Ethical Values. Those are the four values that the university proposes. And if you think about these, these are very strong and very rich values that one can take forward. But I think in these values, one finds that key aspects around imagination, and I'll touch on it once again in, a, in way of an example, is in fact the, our ability to do things that are ordinary, but in an extraordinary way. And I know that a number of you, in fact, pursue that in the way that you do whatever you do, whether it's an assignment for a university academic or whether it's something that you embark on and upon outside of the perimeters of the university. I thought that I will share a little story with you. Before I do that, uh, on imagination, I thought that that is a quote which comes from Vladimir Nabokov, which says that it is our, imagina our imagination flies and we are its shadow on earth. I felt encouraged about this particular quote because it's by a Russian who was, who is, was well renowned in the English prose. So you can actually see that there is in fact some success in what he says. But now to move away from the prose into a little bit of engineering, was I will share a little story with you which sometimes talks about success and the way that success is perceived. In fact, I try to argue in this whether success is in fact beauty and whether it is in the eyes of the beholder. In this particular case, which is the case that I have myself experienced when I was in my former job, I was teaching an undergraduate course. It was a third year design and manufacturing course, which was in, in electrical engineering. 
And in this particular course, students had to select a topic, an engineering topic, that they will render for the non-technical community, the community at large, but it will be an engineering solution that will solve a problem that ordinary people have. And in this class, one of our students was a student from Rwanda, and this particular student selected a problem where he seeked to provide electrification for a rural uh, school, for a rural area in, in, in his country. But that's not the way that we saw it. His project, which was demonstrated, was a very simple principle. It was the principle of using the dynamo effects to, to charge cells, to charge batteries. So if you think about it, that is something that one does at maybe even say at lower secondary school, mid-school. So when this particular project was in progress, it was a second semester course, and it was in 2009 when this particular student was uptaking the module. This particular student then demonstrated this project to us. So he was simply a bicycle, riding the bicycle. Imagine doing that as part of one of your practicals, demonstrating your project, charging a, a cell, and trying to, and this is a third year course, and you're trying to, at the end of this day, ex, uh, impress people that may have doctorates. Anyway, so at the end of the semester, the evaluation was taking place, and the evaluators, we call them adjudicators, you know, they were judges. And these individuals then looked at the project and they said, well, you know, it's not really, it's not a big deal. It's just conventional science, so where is the big deal? But the person that did this presentation had so much passion talking about electrification of cells, for he thought that this will make a big difference in the way that one charges mobile phones, not smartphones, just ordinary mobile phones, and, and he felt that was a big deal to him. Anyway, so the adjudicators that evening assembled and decided, well, this is not a big project, but good presentation, maybe just about 50%, not more than that. So the fellow got 50%. The following year, this fellow came, come, came to me and he said, could you write me a reference? So imagine you being in my situation. This is the person that got 50%. You know, so my reaction was, well, I can give you a reference, no problem. But what do I say? Do I say here that this is a 50% that you got in my project? Anyway, it ended up happening that he didn't come back to ask me for the reference. About two, or three, two years, in fact, it was 2012, I get an email from this person, and he says, hey, could you, uh, do you know other students from Rwanda that are in your class? And I said, well, you know, this name started to sound familiar, and I looked up in the database, you know, engineers tend to have databases, so you go and look into database. And I recognized this is the same person, so it intrigued me a bit, and I wrote to this person, and I said, you know, you're asking this strange question, you know, having low expectations that one would usually have of individuals that sometimes gets 50. Person came back to me and he said, yeah, you know, I'm looking for people that I can employ. So I immediately started to realize that maybe things are a little bit wrong here. So quickly went back, said, you know, I remember this reference incident that we had, you know. Uh, so, I'm, I'm, you know, things didn't go very well, but it seems like you're doing well. And he said, no, you know, I'm so glad that you didn't give me that reference. Because if you did, I may be working for an employer in South Africa. So I'm very glad that I ended up, being in, 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 I ended up not getting the job because he didn't give me a reference and the other people didn't give me a reference. And you know, I'm back in the country in Rwanda. And he said, he used the words that he's working for Rwanda. I, thought, I felt that was quite 
and inspiration. So I asked him, so what are you doing these days? And he said, oh, I am 3D printing parts to make bicycles. And I'm actually producing, mass producing them. I have a company this, that is facilitating production of bicycles uh, of different parts. And I have, uh, now we're moving into small scale production of parts that are not as easily accessible <coughs> as in Johannesburg or in Pretoria, but is, is something that I can actually contribute. And I need a lot of people that can work for me. So how many can you send? <laughs> so I immediately realized that who got the 50%? Was it the student or was it the evaluation team? So many times we find that we have met successes. We are here because we may be successful. But life has its ways, and life has its ways of finding those judges that will often show us that, hey, you know, didn't you get 50% here? And I think that when those type of things come, I think we can actually be very strong. And I think that in this particular example, this individual showed that engineering and professions in the built environment, engineering technology, in fact have a way of changing the life of ordinary people in an extraordinary way. I think that this is an extraordinary achievement for engineering and engineers today, professionals from the built environment. I also had a conversation with a person who was, uh, who is serving as the vice president of a multinational. She asked me to not use the, the her organization as an example. And she expressed to me that her, one of her greatest difficulties is that she can no longer distinguish between reality and a dream. And I wondered how difficult this is. I wondered whether dreaming, in fact, can be reality, and it seems like it can. It seems like there are people that are able to live their dream. I was, yesterday morning, I had two, I had a story, I heard of a story on the radio, and this was very early in the morning, which was talking about 25% of unemployment in South Africa. Later, late that evening, I was I had a, I picked up a conversation on Facebook from one of our our alumni, uh, Bongani Zwene, who is now, who is leading a company called ABZ Holdings, and Bongani started his firm with about 45 rands on the 28th of February 2005. So Bongani gave me some statistics, and one of the statistics that he gave me was that since 2005, more than 8,700 students from universities have been employed by action, not at his firm, by action on part of his firm. His firm grew from 1 to 30 personnel that he employs today. He says he does not want to grow it further because he wants his people to grow firms. It was interesting that the motto that this particular company uses, ABC Holdings uses, is we mine the best in people. I know when we think about mining, we tend to think about minerals, we tend to think about diamonds, gold, platinum, platinum group minerals, and all of these kind of natural resources. But it was interesting when I heard that we mine the best in people. I wondered whether people are in fact a natural resources. Maybe we should talk about nationalizing them. <laughs> the the Gini coefficient of South Africa, which is Gini coefficient, some of you may be familiar, Corrado Gini brought this up in 1912, and it was, it's a paper that is often, uh, it's the paper on variability and 
mutability, so it is in the form of change, change like a mutation. And one, if, and by the way, this coefficient is controversial, but in, in universities, we do often talk about controversies. And the Gini coefficient, the lower it is, the lower the ratio, the more equal the society, and the greater the ratio towards one, the more unequal the society. So the Gini coefficient at one point, perhaps even now, rates South Africa at 0.67, so more towards an unequal society, whereas if you look at countries such as the United States, one finds the, rate, the ratio to be close to 0.36. So while one can argue that education is not the only ingredient for success, I think one wonders whether it can in fact be a catalyst. And I think through individuals like Bungani, the Rwandan that I described, the vice president of the multinational, and of course you, I think that we actually have a great chance for success for the probability of people that are successful to be successful is much greater than those who have yet to achieve, but also that success is contagious and you have the ability to contage others in this mode for success. So in closing, I would then like to say and get back to the theme of today, which is in fact to congratulate you and to celebrate your achievement, we also have a breakfast a little bit later this morning, but also to be able to celebrate and think about the many more successes that you will have in future and look forward towards celebrating with you. And thank you very much. And I think Dr. Battle will be doing the next part. Yeah, I want to thank uh, Prof. Sina for giving us that message. I found it really interesting. And also the part about us sometimes not spending enough time, I think, with our top performing students. And I must say, on behalf of the staff, it's really a pleasure to, to be with you here this morning. And the next part of the program is the fun part. Uh, we're going to be doing awards and presentations. Uh, what I'm going to be doing is to um, ask the head of department and uh, head of school uh, to actually make the award and be in the picture. <laughs> and if you can stand uh, to your right, my left of the table, uh, we're going to start uh, with mechanical engineering technology. I think you all know the illustrious head of department, uh, Mr. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Yeah. They have a comedy act as well that we're trying to uh, uh, to get a, 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 what do you call it, a series on between the two of them. Uh, but we have Mr. Sam Kribani and Professor Andre Nell. Uh, the first recipient is Joseph Mina Mondo. And sorry, uh, can we ask, maybe you stand here because we'll have a better oh, background for the picture, sorry. Yeah, in front of the picture. Yeah, maybe just at the corner there, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I want to mention that these awards are for national diploma. Uh, the next recipient is Francis Kalanji in Buyamba. See here? <laughs> Tabong Palatse Morudu. 
Next, we have National Diploma, Industrial Engineering. First recipient is Christian Luzunia Miancodila. <laughs> then we have Priscilla Bonfle Legopelo. And then lastly, lastly for this department, uh, BTEX Industrial Engineering, we have Mbali Gabella. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Kibani. Um, Prof. Nell, can I ask you to say? Um, next, can I ask uh, Dr. Henning, our illustrious mechanical engineering science head of department? First recipient is Nicholas David Harvey. <laughs> Next, we have Ruan Duploy. Next, we have Mohammed Mula. Next recipient is Brian Tinashe Guaze. Okay. And finally, we have Anton Steenkamp. Quality and Operations uh, Management, uh, representing the head of uh, department is Mrs. Mamushante. Okay, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I asked you to come up because I thought I was going to get it wrong. Uh, the first recipient is Chapiso Edward Mpela. And I just want to mention this is for National Diploma Operations Management.
The next recipient is Lebohong Tepel Tesalo. And finally, we have Mary Schlabane. Thank you, Prof. Um, the next category, we're going to be looking uh, in the School of Mining, Minerals, um, and Chemical Engineering. Um, I need someone to represent the head of school. Can I ask uh, Mr. Belade to represent head of school and head of department? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Belade is the head of department for chemical engineering. Uh, firstly, we have BTEC in mineral resource management. We have Susanna Mar Maria Durand. <laughs> Next, for in-dip extraction metallurgy, we have Rebecca Mancho Mopang. Next, we have Kino Pindwa Ketete. Kabamba Twitte. same department, we're looking at a National Diploma Mineral Survey. We have Retabile Jean Molumela. We have Dimakatso William Incuna. Now I have BTEC in Mining Engineering, first, first and only recipient, Calvin Michael Gloucester. <laughs> now going to National Diploma in Mining Engineering, 
We have Light Muzuwake Rikotso. Rafilo Hindi Maponya. Next, we have Jacob Serowe. Ketleho Malcolm Mukwenya. Tiani Riveningo Milani. Jabo Jabu Mohare. in Kosi. Otto Tleng Philip Waheng. Ayanda Sikusana. Mamutle Rauda Uwani. Lotlo John Mosakela. Bongani Samuel Radebe. Mokadi Rosina Malato. Engineering Metallurgy, we have Andrew Siboniso Medanda. Lebohang Abel Mofakeng.
Nkutwane Washington Makwana. Makwana. And finally, we have uh, Mr. Belay's department, a National Diploma Chemical Engineer, Abakeng Peter Tladinyana. Rabone Victoria Motapelo. Usumpire Tanwane. We have Anna Lisa Melissa Dunn. Finally, we have Mashapa Jimmy Seminya. Next, I'd, <laughs> I'd like to ask uh, Professor Johan Mayer and Mr. Johan Deploy to please come forward. Dennis Deploy, sorry. Uh, we have National Diploma, Electrical Engineering. We have Bradley Grant Moss. <laughs> National Diploma, Power Engineering. We have Renato Fonseca Oliveira. Also in Power Engineering, we have Advice COSA. <laughs> For National Diploma, Electronic Engineering. We have Tani Sitole. <laughs> National Diploma, Computer Systems. We have Martin Dirk Kivet. Next, we have Kimo Ditswe, Gratitude Modikwe. Thank you, Dennis. Can I ask uh, Professor Twala, uh, Head of Department for Electrical Engineering Science, to come forward? Okay. 
Okay. I'm just noting uh, we're going to be giving certificates for electrical engineering and also a special group who are electrical with IT. Um, there are 10 of them. So, well done. <laughs> First of all, we have Mbasa Kokile. Next, we have Tyron Duvenage. I believe that's the French Duvenage. Duvenage. I took French. So. <laughs> and I want to mention this is electrical engineering with IT. Next, we have Rainier Swanenpool, who's also electrical with IT. Next, we have Kalinka Fowl. Next, we have Peter Erasmus, who's with IT as well. Next, we have Luan Swart. I have Martin Trollope, who's electrical engineering with IT. <laughs> Next, I have Liesl Debrain. Tea. 
Casper Alant, also electrical with IT. Kevin George Pretorius. Marco Lutz, who's electrical with IT. Ryan Gordon Johnston with IT. And finally, we have Harold Struwick with IT. Thank you. Next, we're going to go to the School of Civil Engineering in the Built Environment. Um, can I ask uh, Dr. Oconta to come and stand not only as HOD, but head of school? And could I ask the head of department for Civil Engineering Technology to come forward first? Uh, this is Mr. Crenia Bruvet. For National Diploma, <laughs> you must hug each other. <laughs> For National Diploma in Civil Engineering, we have Zachary Storm Simpson, who's not here, um, but I must make a <laughs> just one comment. I don't know, uh, those of you who know Zachary is actually doing his PhD in engineering education, has an education background and is doing his national diploma as part of his research and is performing quite well. So, well done. Um, thank you, Prinia. <laughs> Can I ask Mr. George Onatu to come forward, the head of department for town and regional planning?
Uh, the recipient is a national diploma in town and regional planning is Inolofatseng Lakaba. George, I'm sorry to say that was your only recipient. Thank you. <laughs> Next, we have building. Can I ask uh, uh, Professor Agumba to come forward to represent uh, for the head of the department? First recipient for national diploma is Mahupela Paul Serrero. And I like that jacket you're wearing, eh? Can I Next, I have Sbusiso Given in Kambule. <laughs> Willem Frederick Tennyson. <laughs> Impo Denzel Mokasha. Next, I have Mulatto Daniel Mashinguane. Last for building, I have Impo Ndao. Department of Civil Engineering Science for being, I have Mpo Octor Selamale. Casalu. <laughs> Louisette Kazadi Bitandi. <laughs> Next, um, I, mean, I do apologize. Uh, 
We still have a Department of Quality and Operations Management, so I'm going to ask Professor Nell and Katu to please come forward again, please. This is for National Diploma Management Services. Musa Mtimbu. Bangamusa Makatini. <laughs> and finally, Sanele Inkosi Zezwe Indebele. I want to give all of the recipients another round of applause. And I want to say I think one of the greatest joys in life is the ability to be happy for somebody else. So, yeah. I'm, I'm happy for all of you, and I hope as students you appreciate each other as well. Um, before we break for lunch, um, my director, <laughs> my boss, you think the dean is my boss, not always, <laughs> um, has asked that we do some group photos before we break for breakfast. Um, 